Uh, good afternoon and welcome to the uh, March 22, 2020 emergency session of the Astoria City Council. And uh, we have um, uh, Councillor uh, West and Councillor Herman have uh, already uh, roll called in on the telephone. We have Councillor uh, Rocca and Councillor Brownson and Mayor Jones. So we have a full, uh, a full house. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. Estes, City Manager, and Mr. Hanningsgard, City uh, Attorney, and Chief Spaulding from the Police Department in this room. And I would just note that uh, we are uh, live streaming this. Hopefully members of the public who wish to watch are able to use the live stream. And of course we are uh, practicing social distancing at the dais as well as in the chambers which has only one, uh, one person who is on the staff uh, present. Uh, the purpose of today's uh, emergency session is to follow up on our uh, emergency declaration which the City Council unanimously approved on Monday, six days ago. And that was an emergency declaration recognizing the severity of the threat to public health and safety by the COVID-19 pandemic. Over the weekend, it became apparent that large numbers of vacationers were not heeding Governor Brown's uh, very thorough and strong recommendation to not travel on spring break, to stay home except for essential tasks. But instead, uh, they have poured onto the coast from through our town on Highway 30 and on Highway 26, uh, and throughout Clatsop County and the beachfront communities as well, creating a, an immediate threat to public health and safety. And specifically, the threats we're worried about are the transmission of the COVID-19 virus by persons uh, in large gatherings, uh, using stores, uh, the groceries, and gathering in other places. And we're specifically worried about the inability or I should say the lack of capacity of our Astoria public health system, which is primarily Columbia Memorial Hospital, to absorb uh, an influx of patients from COVID-19. Looking at the charts being produced nationally as the virus spreads across our country, it is reasonable to project that the virus could begin spreading in Clatsop County during this spring break week, thus rendering this even more urgent to uh, remove vacationers from our community uh, as our hospital may well be overwhelmed simply caring for our own residents if there is an outbreak of COVID-19. Uh, because of the urgency of this situation, we did not have time to allow for the normal 72-hour advance notice for a public meeting, but are rather holding this meeting on less than 24-hour notice in emergency session. Um, I want to say we're facing two crises in Astoria, both related to COVID-19. The first is an economic crisis. The ec economic crisis is that we have hundreds of individuals in our community who have been laid off. Matter of fact, layoffs are so high that in the state of Oregon, on last Tuesday alone, there were 18,500 applications for unemployment. By contrast, in the 2008 recession, in an entire week, the highest week was 21,000 applications 
uh, for unemployment. And so we've almost matched that just in one day last week. Additionally, in Astoria, we have businesses that have been closed up and businesses that are barely open with very little revenue coming in. So the community of Astoria has made great sacrifices to comply with the governor and the president's recommendations for social distancing and taking individual actions to slow the spread of the coronavirus. With all those sacrifices being made locally to protect our healthcare system, we cannot let those sacrifices be in vain by allowing uh, thousands of visitors passing through our city and many stopping in our city or vacationing in our city during this time. And that is the reason why we are proposing today a resolution which follows the resolution enacted by the city of Warrington under Mayor Balancefer's leadership last night to uh, restrict commercial lodging to uh, residents and essential workers only. And I will I'll read the resolution after first allowing comment or asking for comment from my colleagues. I'll start with my left, Councilor Rocca. Well, I, I would have to say I agree with this. And, and um, anecdotally on the ground, uh, yesterday uh, I was out walking the dogs as I do every day and ran into some fairly large groups of visitors uh, in two places in town. Nice people, friendly, having a great time. But by and large, they weren't tuned in to the need for social distancing. And, um, you know, they would run over and pet my dog and, and, and come close. And uh, all the things that you just said are true. We need to, we need to protect our hospitals so our hospitals can protect us. We need to protect our citizens. And this is certainly a non-essential thing. So we also need to abide by what the, the governor of the state is asking of, of us as citizens. So uh, I think the resolution is a necessary, uh, a necessary thing, not necessarily something we would uh, enjoy and embrace, but something I think we need to do at this time. Thank you. Councilor Herman on the phone, do you have uh, comments? Yeah. Um, well, I think I can safely say that all of us take time to make this decision, but unfortunately it is necessary um, in light of all that is happening, especially within the last day, with a number of vacationers coming to the coast. And I know the mindset that we get into when we're on vacation and forget about the worries of the world. And unfortunately, I think we're seeing that happening. Um, I also have been following social media closely, reading literally hundreds of comments um, in response to Warrington's decision to close all these and uh, hostility that the majority makes you think. And all but one is positive in favor of disclosures. And then my head is on thank you, Mayor Jones, for all of your time, your work, especially your leadership during this crisis. Thank you very much, Councilor Herman. Councilor West, do you have any comments? Yeah, I would actually just agree with uh, what Joan said, especially at the end of just thanking you for being so proactive around this, as well as uh, Mayor Valenciefer, because I think that the timeliness of it is extremely important. And um, 
again, just recognizing all of the work that our community has done to be responsible around uh, this issue and flattening the curve, and, and everybody's struggling right now, and we know that. Um, but we, again, need to take responsibility for uh, keeping our community safe um, and doing what we can to not transmit the virus. And so I think this influx of people um, does pose a potential um, threat. I mean, I hate to use that word, but but I'm going to. And so I, I definitely think that this is a necessary action to take. Um, like you said, especially for our hospitals, which don't have the beds or the staff or the means to deal with uh, larger infected populations. So that is, that is my take on it. Thank you, Councilor West. Councilor Bronson. Thank you, Mayor Jones. Um, I have to uh, I have to say that I agree with everything that's been said so far. Um, what I'm struck by is how so many people don't seem to be taking this as serious as it is. Not too long ago, I read a book, 1492. It's actually, it's 1491. And then 1493, the sequel. And that was a demarcation point. That's when Europeans came to this country. They brought diseases to a community that had no immunity. And you can look at the historical records. You can see what happened. Millions and millions died. Now, this is the same thing. It's, maybe it's not as severe as smallpox. Maybe it's not as severe as malaria in its mortality rate. But it does have a mortality rate. And we have no immunity. None. I just want to drive that point home. I was up by Peter Pan Market and, and a park out there the other day. Sunny day. Kids are out of school. And there were groups of kids playing basketball. Children playing on, the, on all the apparatus out there. Groups of them. This is not just one or two. And there's no social distancing there. And they may be okay, but if they do get infected, or if they got infected by some, their parents, it just gets passed on. I, just this morning, I, there's a new series on PBS, and I watched the uh, first episode on it. It's about networking, and it's fascinating. And it, is looking at the historical context of networking. Well, contagion follows networking, and there's science behind it. We know how it works. So pay attention to the people that have studied this and know what it is. And finally, I just want to say, um, I had a point in time where, uh, and I'm not going to make this too long, uh, but I, I was I was on an offshore race on my sailboat, and I was uh, 90 miles from harbor, and I had eight people on board. My rudder broke. It was, nightfall was coming, it was gonna get dark. Uh, pretty high seas, winds were at 30 knots. And I became responsible, I had to bring these people home. We, we made it, it all turned out okay. But there was a time about midnight where 
one of my crew members seasick, came up and relieved the, me from the helm so I could get a couple hours of sleep. And I remember lying in the bunk, knowing that I was responsible for eight lives and making sure they got home. And laying there in the dark in my sleeping bag in a tossing seas. I can tell you, I didn't want to get up again. I really didn't. I just wanted to stay there. I wanted somebody else to get me home, take care of it. Thing is, I didn't have a choice. I think that's an impulse that many of us have, um, to greater or lesser degrees when we confront issues in life. You know? And the bigger they are, the harder it is to make these choices and to make the right choices and not to hide out and pretend that nothing's happening. And I got up and I went back out on the helm and took over again. And we got to safe harbor. A lot of luck. But the point is, is that this is serious and this is the time for everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your bent is. Take the time to see expert information and know what this is, know what you need to do. And that's why we're taking actions here, because there's a, large, there's a bit of the population that says, screw it, not gonna, won't hit me, or it's not real, or, oh, so what, if I get it, I get it, so what? Well, fine, if you get it, fine. I don't want you to pass it on to another person in your network who passes it on to another person in their network, and that comes around to people like me, who's 67, and Roger over there, who's more than 67. More than 67. <laughs> um, and affect us, because we're the vulnerable population. We are the ones that are most likely to die from this. So just remember that. So when we do things like this, and what we're about to do, it's for everybody's good. And this will end. The difference between 1491 and 2000 20 is that we have science, we have knowledge, we know that we can do something about this. We can, there are, there will be a vaccine, there will be treatments for this. It takes time. We just need to wait it out and do the right thing. Push the pause button. It's time for sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Mr. Mayor, thank you. Let just add in the spirit of what uh, Councillor Thompson is saying. The recommendations that have been made, hand washing and social distancing, seem like they're too simple to be true. But the evidence is they work. The virus, in order to spread, has to either hop from person to person, or it comes through things that we touch and then touch our faces. So what interrupts that flow is staying apart. Virus is not magic. It can't, you know, it has limits to how far it can trans transmit. And to wash hands a lot, so we're not transmitting it that way. The evidence is that uh, from, from places that have had good success against this, Hong Kong uh, being one, that those techniques work. So don't dismiss them because they seem simple. Keep the distancing, keep the washing. No, absolutely. That's great advice. It's, as you said, it's, it sounds so simple that it can't be enough, but yeah. all the indications from other countries are that uh, that's social distancing and washing your hands, not touching your face. It makes all the difference in the world. Saves lives.
So thank you. Thank you, Councilor Brownson, for your comments as well. Um, I do want to make a couple notes. We've, we've had some concerns from citizens uh, about unintended consequences of, uh, of the resolution. Um, I want to make clear, we are not closing hotels. We are prohibiting vacationers from staying in hotels and other commercial lodging. There are uh, a number of people who, who stay in hotels whose presence is very important. Our delivery drivers that bring groceries to the grocery store and pharmaceutical supplies to the pharmacies. Our utility workers uh, who have to keep the infrastructure going. We have uh, a port that has many maritime workers that come in and do ship inspections. Uh, there's a whole list provided by the Department of Homeland Security, Mayor, Mayor Balancey sent to me uh, early this morning, which is very useful, of critical uh, essential workers identified by the federal government. And those people, uh, sometimes they finish the end of their shift after a 10 or 12 hour day in Astoria, and they'll be staying. And so we make accommodations in this resolution for those people who have proof of uh, employer-provided lodging. Additionally, we have a cancer center here. Uh, an excellent cancer center, which uh, has many patients from outside of Astoria, and they come and stay here for cancer treatment. Um, so I'm going to read the resolution, Wait. and then we can have any further discussion. Mayor, Mayor Jones. Yes, please. Um, we do have some individuals who have posted some questions okay. and comments yeah. on, on Facebook, and Ms. Benoit is prepared to um, bring them forward if Great. you'd like. Great. Um, there's about 200, 210 people right now okay, watching, right, right. and the general consensus seems to be that everybody's on board and they would uh, like the resolution to be passed, um, and that our audio is not that great, so okay, we will work on that. In. Continuous improvement is yes, our model. But, um, but I think everybody, uh, well, most of the people um, are in support of this resolution. Okay, so no questions then? Or Lot, mostly just statements. Okay. Okay. Well, we appreciate the support of the public. It's helpful to know. So I'll read the resolution and then we'll have further discussion and then we'll, uh, we'll ask for a, a motion. A resolution of the City of Astoria imposing emergency restrictions to ensure public health and safety. Whereas on March 16, 2020, pursuant to ordinances of the City of Astoria, the City Council declared a state of emergency in the City of Astoria and authorized the City Council to take such actions and issue such orders as are necessary to protect the public and mitigate the effect of the emergency, whereas thousands of people from outside Clatsop County have come to Clatsop County in order to celebrate spring break, whereas the Astoria City Council finds that influx of persons from outside Clatsop County represents a threat to spread the COVID-19 virus to the citizens of our city and poses a threat to overwhelm our healthcare resources. Whereas the city of Warrington has issued an order and Clatsop County will be considering an order banning hotel stays and short-term rentals in recognition that this influx represents a threat to introduce and spread the COVID-19 infection to Clatsop County Whereas the President of the United States has discouraged gatherings of more than 10 people and the Governor of the State of Oregon has adopted a policy of stay home, stay healthy, and issued a protective order banning such things as seated dining at bars and restaurants and gatherings of more than 25 people. Whereas the city, the Astoria City Council finds that in order to protect its citizens and to support state and national goals of reducing transmission of COVID-19, 
temporary hotel, short-term rental, and homestay lodging closures are necessary. Now therefore be it resolved by the Astoria City Council, Section 1, except as accepted in Section 2, transient lodging, short-term rentals, and homestay lodgings are prohibited while the city's emergency declaration remains in effect. Section 2, all hotels, short-term rentals, and homestay lodgings within city limits of Astoria shall accept no guests while the city's emergency declaration is in effect except for A, residents registered for longer than 30 days, B, local residents affecting a COVID-19 self-quarantine if such stays are authorized by the local health authority or local residents who have moved from their home in order to allow family members to self-quarantine in their local residence. C, employees of a facility providing lodging at no cost as a requirement of their employment. D, patients receiving medical treatment at local facilities. And E, essential workers, including but not limited to doctors, nurses, other healthcare workers, U.S. Coast Guard members, delivery drivers, utility crews, bar pilots and river pilots, or other persons providing essential services to the city. Section 3, property owners and managers of Astoria hotels, short-term rentals, and homestay lodging shall take all reasonable steps to terminate the occupancy of any guest not exempted by Section 2 of this ordinance, not later than 11.59 p.m., on Monday, March 23, 2020. Section 4, property owners and managers found to be in violation of the terms of this resolution may be cited into Astoria Municipal Court pursuant to Astoria Code 1.010. Section 5, this resolution shall take effect immediately upon its adoption and approval. Adopted by the Astoria City Council this 22nd day of March 2020 and approved by the mayor. Uh, and those are the blocks which, after a vote, we will either sign or not sign. And I would just note that we discussed at length the timing. Um, there's a concern over traffic with Warrington's evacuation, uh, possible adoption of the same measure within the county. And uh, so essentially midnight or one minute before midnight tomorrow night, Monday, is the time we selected to allow reasonable time for people to evacuate their hotels and not completely clobber our roads with uh, gridlocked traffic. So I would ask for any council discussion or a motion. I would like I to- I have a question. Go ahead, Councillor Herman. Thank you. I received a comment on Facebook from a local B&B operator who rents to a worker who stays uh, two nights, two days a week, um, and asks for some time, and is clearly not a tourist. I don't know what this person's occupation is, but would that fit within our exception? Without knowing specifically, I don't want to say categorically yes, but generally speaking, the intent of the ordinance or the, uh, the intent of the resolution is to prevent vacationers from coming here on vacation. So if this person has a, an employment and their employment requires them to be here and the, their employer pays for their lodging, that would be accepted. Okay, thank you. 
Okay, if there's no other questions, could we have a motion? Yes, uh, I move that we uh, approve the resolution of the city of Astoria imposing emergency restrictions to ensure public health and safety. Second. Roll call, Chief Spalding. Aye. Councilor Robson. Aye. Councilor Herman. Aye. Councilor West. Aye. Councilor Rodney. Aye. Mayor Jones. Aye. The resolution is adopted, effective immediately for all non-essential workers or other persons accepted in the resolution to vacate commercial lodging in Astoria by 11.59 tomorrow night. Well, I do want to say uh, that shortly before uh, the meeting started, I received a phone call from Congresswoman, our Congresswoman, Bonamici, expressing her support for uh, this resolution, for what Mayor Bouncefer had done, and uh, also in, you know, indicating her continuing work to provide us uh, assistance that I told her our, our workers need and our businesses need. And uh, obviously, um, it takes a while for legislation to get through the United States Congress, but they're working very hard, and she's certainly working very hard on behalf of the, uh, the residents of Clatsop County, which I very much appreciate. Is there any other relative or relevant business to COVID-19 anyone would like to discuss while we're here? Mayor Jones, yes, um, Ms. Benoit would like to be able to highlight some changes to the city's website. Great. If you uh, would like to be able to have just a brief overview. Great. Okay, so we have um, updated the website. We put a COVID-19 tab on the top, right underneath the city logo. Anybody that goes there can um, see the mayor's message. Um, and then also all of the resources in town and um, actually throughout the state that you can visit, um, that anybody in the community, community can visit if they have any questions. Um, and then we also have a link <coughs> to Links News, City Manager's Facebook page, and contacts within the different facilities, the City of Estuary facilities. Um, so if you have any questions, you can call or email find that information on the um, contacts page for uh, COVID-19. And um, you can also see, get to that quickly by seeing the scrolling uh, message uh, here from you. And let's see, and that'll take everybody to those pages as well. Uh, we have about 226 people Great. On Facebook Great. Um, when I saw it. And um, just want to give an update on that. This live stream right here. We'll have the updates when we do go to Zoom and we're no longer using Facebook for live streaming. They can um, check this page out to find out exactly where to get a link to see the video and also for the streaming audio. So it'll, it'll it's gonna get better. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Ms. Benoit. Yeah, I want to comment. I really appreciate the work you're doing to get us live so that people actually now instead of having a crowded room of 50 people we have a crowded room of 250 people i think that's great to see that and the ability of people to comment as we go along and as we talk about this stuff i think it just does nothing but enhance our ability to do our job yeah brave new world for us yes uh, so yeah, before we um, adjourn, I just do want to say you know, to the people of Astoria who are watching and surrounding 
jurisdictions, I can't thank you enough for all the sacrifices you are making, those individuals especially who have been laid off, whose businesses are directly impacted, which is just about every business. Thank you for the sacrifices you're making. This is all about our top priority of public health and safety, and especially uh, maintaining the readiness of our medical providers to be able to re respond to COVID-19 when it comes into the county and when it spreads within the county. So thank you all so very much. And keep, uh, keep tabs on the City of Astoria websites for any updates. Also, please look at Clatsop County Public Health's website and or Facebook page. Uh, Clatsop County Emergency Management uh, website and or Facebook page as well as Oregon Health Authority. Those are your sources for authoritative information, uh, especially about uh, whether or not there are any positive cases in Clatsop County, which as of this morning there were not. Uh, so those are, those are really good sites to go to to avoid speculation or rumors on social media. And with that, uh, we are adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Take care. Thank you.